1: Well, we're, we're right in the heart of the holiday season and authors are always saying, I want to sell more books. I want to sell more books. How do I get more holiday sales? How do I do this and that? And one of the things that is obvious to me is the straightforward communicating directly from your list from the people who you have in your emails and yet so few authors think about that they think well i'll put it out on my facebook page or i'll put it out um surely my friends know or or maybe in, you know the local bookstore will pick it up or fill in the blank and the reality is The local bookstore may not pick it up. The national bookstore may not have it. Your friends may not even think about it. And you have to really remind them all the goodies that books are great for. In fact, my blog's on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, are going to be full of gift ideas using books. And whether it's for Uncle Charlie or Joe or Cousin Mary or Sister Sue or fill in the blank, that there are books that are ideal out there. And instead of just thinking books are for you – Maybe they're for everyone on your lists, which is what you should be thinking about and moving it into. And it was interesting watching at our at the uh, we had a big merchandise mart here in Denver where we had a double booth and we were selling books. Um, uh, author, you members, books, and the books that got sold were the authors who engaged people who stopped by the book and started asking questions. Well, who do you need to get a book for? There's a perfect book in in the book and, and in the booth. And I know that um, one of our authors, Charles Fisher, has a great book for YA called Beyond Infinity, and that I someone stopped by and I instantly sold two books, not my book. You know, I'd love to have them buy my books, but my book wasn't the right fit for who they were looking for on their list. But Beyond Infinity was the perfect book for a smart, young teen or a 10-, 11-, 12-year-old who really liked you know a little adventure, who wanted a little mystery, a little action. It was a perfect book, and they walked away with two Books and the author was thrilled, and I was thrilled to be able to support that. So, you need to think, you know, who else is on the list. So, with me today is one of my very favorite people in the whole author publishing world because we're going to give you some ideas of not just gift books but how to reach out to people using. Your email list. Joan Stewart, the publicity hound, joins me. If you're not following her blog at thepublicityhound.com, I'm certainly going to encourage all of you to click over and get on and follow that now. So, Joan, welcome back. We're ready to jump into this great topic. It's
2: always great to be with you. This is everybody. This is going to be sort of like drinking from a fire hose <laughs> when yeah. Judith and oh, I, I love get together. That. <laughs> when Judith and I get together, it's a fire hose. So buckle up your
1: seatbelts, and here we go. Oh, God, it, that's the truth. So we're going to talk about the most profitable marketing tool most authors aren't using, and that's the email. It's the, it, and as Joan says, it's your number one marketing tool, and few of us really go in to nail it down. It, wins, it, it builds your bat platform. It brings people to your website. It adds to your credibility and expertise. But, you know, authors always say, I don't know what to write about. Isn't that right, Joan?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And let me list a couple of other reasons why authors don't don't use email. The f- the biggest one is because I don't want to spam. I hate spam and I don't want to be lumped in with all the other people who spam. Well, guess what? You're not going to spam. You are going to send out helpful, useful information that your target audience loves. The second reason is the one you mentioned. I don't know what to write about. And I, Judith, I think you agree that a lot of authors are so engrossed in the writing of their book that it's hard for them to step out and to go up and to look down at their book and to be able to to identify the topics in their book that people would be interested in.
1: Uh, exactly. And, I, and here's what I always say, Will, Let's start with your chapter titles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Each one of those chapter titles is at least one, if not multiple, blog opportunities. Each one.
2: Yeah. And I've heard you say this, and I love this tip. When, as you're writing your book or when the book is done, go through it and come up with a list of topics and subtopics that are inside your book. Those are all topics or subtopics that you can share content on even Mm -hmm. if you're a fiction author. The third reason a lot of authors don't like email marketing is because it's too technical. And I'll tell you, there is a a bit of a learning curve to it, but I promise you, if you start doing email marketing the right way by sharing content-rich information with your target market, that's the key, or target market, you can promote using the 80-20 rule, 80% content, 20% promotion. My email list, Judith, is by far the most valuable marketing tool I have. I've made and I, and I, I, hundreds I, I, of mm-hmm. thousands of dollars from it.
1: And, 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 again, I think what we need to reinforce – um, for our listeners, because we have, you know, a, a huge audience of both fiction and nonfiction. And a lot of times fiction think that they're not talking for me. They're not talking about me. Their tips are not related, you know, relevant. And they absolutely are. They absolutely are. So listen up. <laughs> so, all right. So how, how do we get into this email? And, and um, Joan, let me just ask, let's just, let's just jump into it. How are the best selling authors using their email to connect, to uh, 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 interact to sell books?
2: I'll tell you one way. Um, I got this email last week. It's from one of my readers. Her name is Wendy Raybeck, R-A-E-B-E-C-K and you'll love the title of this. She wrote a memoir and it's called I Did Inhale Memoir of a Hippie Chick. (laughs) 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 And she sent this email out, and I wasn't really a hippie. I would call myself sort of a hippie sympathizer. I grew up in the 70s, and so she's speaking to me, okay? Mm-hmm. So I open up the email, and she's got a picture of herself wearing these ratty, bell-bottom jeans with this old raccoon coat that she probably got from <laughs> Goodwill or something, and she talks about how her ebook is now being sold, her book is now being sold as an e-book, and she gives you the information on it. Then, toward the bottom. She says, um, also, as you turn the pages of I Did Inhale, keep in mind the recollections it may trigger from your, old, from your own wild times way back when. I'll be holding a contest in the month of January for the wild ex- wildest experience from the hippie days and also the funniest. I'm hearing some noteworthy accounts now that I have confessed. But nothing to shock a hippie. And then she's going to give away some free ebooks for people who enter the contest. This is a great idea of how to engage readers.
1: Exactly. And, and, you know, as someone who, um, is a few years ahead of you, um, I was an embracer of the sixties. And <laughs> that, that someone says, Judith, you know, you really would be good in politics, which the last thing I'd want to do is go into politics. And I said, Oh, no, I could never run for office. I was a child of the sixties. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, and there are um there's a an author, Raymond Dean White. He is a prepper. Do you know what a prepper is? Preppers are people who are preparing for the end of the world. They squirrel away dried food in their basement and all of that stuff. He's got a really loyal list. He mm-hmm. gives away and writes about food that you can make in your solar powered oven. Hmm and he's got a huge following and his newsletter isn't really super fancy but he's got a target market there are a lot of preppers out there and again you don't have to have a big email list one of the myths of email marketing is that i need a gigantic list before it starts to pay off for me that is not, no, true. not true if you've got if you have 200 people who are in your target market start emailing them. And I hear a lot of authors saying, you know, I want to get into email, but I've only got a list of 200. I want to wait until I get a couple thousand. No.
1: No, no, no. Use that to build. Because here's what you need to understand. People start sharing, especially if it's quirky, if it has something really fun, if it's got something aha. I mean, that's how a lot of that stuff ends up going viral. And all of a sudden, you have a whole new listening audience um, that happens. And it's amazing. It's amazing what can happen with those things.
2: Yeah, yeah. And one of the most important things that I – and I need to say this right at the beginning because a lot of people are confused. They'll say, well, I already use Outlook and I already already mail my Outlook email list to all the people in my Gmail address book. You can't do that. If you're doing that, you're violating federal law. You're violating the Can-Spam Act of 2003 you need to use an email provider and there are several of them out there probably the easiest one to use is Mailchimp and there are a lot of authors who use the free there's a free version of Mailchimp and then there you can upgrade to a paid version mm-hmm. there's also Constant Contact which I've heard some not so great things about. It's a little, it's a little weird to work with. Stated, um, I dated. I, love-
1: I think constant contacts dated.
2: Okay, yeah. yeah, and I use AWeber. Um, AWeber has a free test drive that you can take at their site. It's got mm-hmm. a longer learning curve, but there's more that you can do with it. So if you're not sure, if you want to get started in email marketing, you know, go get a free um, MailChimp. Yeah, I, I would recommend. Try
1: it. Yeah, MailChimp is uncomplicated, um, and actually I prefer the. I think the uh, template options and the way you can use images are superior in MailChimp to over AWeber. And so I, I would, I would definitely start with MailChimp and, and then you can go free. I mean, especially if you're dealing with just a few hundred, go free. But what you want to do is let your people know. I mean, so you don't violate any laws. Um, you could you could send something. You could you know do an announcement or something. You'd make an invitation, and and invite them to go over. You've got to somehow connect. And we're going to come back on how to connect in the beginning when you don't have that list, so you don't get into deep doo doo. This is Judith Fryles, is author you your guide to book publishing. Joan Stewart is my guest today.
0: This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Briles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these.
3: Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze.
2: They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self-publishing companies.
3: Learn more at 1106design.com.
2: Then call Michelle at. 602 866 3226. 1106 Design.
4: Is there a book in you or another? Author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being good. If you already have a book out, punch, and panache. Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at AuthorU.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author you and on Facebook at Author you, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously
3: successful. impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com.
1: Well, Joan Stewart said something that was intriguing as we just went to break about um, getting. And I said, you you know, we don't want to get in deep doo doo. Is how do you violate the email laws? And there's one little little trick that will show you if you're in trouble. So, Joan, let's come back to it and identify again what the name of the law is, so they know what it is.
2: Okay, it's called the CAN. Spam Act of 2003, and uh, the, what it says is it requires your emails that go out to have an unsubscribe link at the bottom of the email so that if people don't want to hear from you anymore, they can simply click on unsubscribe. And I know what you're thinking, but I don't want people to unsubscribe from my list. That would make me feel horrible. Don't get your underwear all tied up in knots if people unsubscribe. You don't want them anyway if they're not going to read your content. And they just might not be a good fit for you. And Trust me on this. You do not want them emailing you saying, can you please manually unsubscribe me on your end? It's going to be an administrative nightmare. If they cannot unsubscribe from your list, they might eventually get angry enough that they report you as a spammer. And And trust me, you don't want that to happen.
1: Yeah, because then then you could get totally blocked. Mm Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that you want to be careful of. All right. So, everyone, you need to have an unsubscribe. And, and you know what? And here's, here's the other thing. Cause I, there's someone that both, and we won't name names, that Joan and I know that didn't want to. We were doing a joint venture and she didn't want to send out this mailing that we all agreed that we were going to do because she would get unsubscribes. Um, and both Joan and I's philosophy is it's good. Because they're they're not your followers. They're whatever reason it's the wrong fit at this point. Exactly. So go ahead and, and clean up your list. Yes,
2: yes. And also, if you use a paid service and I use a Weber's paid service because they have a lot more options, you know, than some of the free services out there, why should I pay? To, to email, because the more people who are on your list, the more money you pay. Why should I pay a higher price to email to a bunch of people who are not even going to open my email? So what I do, every four to six months, I clean my list, and we manually remove people from the list who have not opened an email in, I think it's like six months or four months. I don't mm-hmm. want those people around. <laughs> mm-hmm. why, why pay to send them email that they're not opening?
1: Exactly. I mean and, and of course this is what Joan is talking about is the business side. This is business and I have tried to grill in that publishing is business. You need to think of this as a business strategy. your book or books and the spin-offs and the other goodies that you have attached to them, those are called products. Products have to be supported. And so one of the things that we're talking about today is focusing on is how do you do email, effectively email campaigns to market your products. And by the way, the pro- one of the products could be you. It could be your consulting services. It could be your speaking. It could yep. be a variety of things that will come along and support that. So Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had a, I had a great discussion with one of my children's authors, YA Y author, yesterday, who came into the office and we just sat down over a cup of tea and talked. And he is having um, great success. Um, he's he's speaking at a lot of schools on that where and he's bringing in now getting some grant money. Love this idea. Grant money, that that wherever he is, the grant will automatically pay for every kid in the class to have a book. How cool is that?
2: That is incredible.
1: Love it. Love that idea. Yeah, love that idea. No more ching ching ching. You know, having to process the credit cards. You just there's thirty kids in the class. Thirty books are pre-sold. Love the idea. All right, so um, don't spam, don't spam, but get it off. Get started on these email lists. Even if you have fifty people, even if you have fifty, it, actually, it's really easier the smaller the number because you can fine tune it and get your you know your templates down. You get it all done, and then you're off and running. Instead of trying, I'm telling you, when you try to change something when you have thousands in the process, it 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 take it's time, it's time, and it becomes a hassle. We we've just gone through it with author you, so it's a problem. All right, so um, and and then Joan, you you have a thing where you feel that actually small lists are more profitable than big lists. So what's that about?
2: Uh, small lists can be more profitable than big lists, and because I, I have heard of authors who have small lists, but they have extremely loyal audiences. Mm-hmm. And the reason the audiences are really loyal is because the author has done a couple of good things. They've done a couple of things correctly. The first thing they've done is they offer really valuable content. It's not a constant stream of buy my book, hire me for a speaking engagement buy my book hire me for consulting buy my book you know on and on and on we're all sick of that they offer really great high content valuable they entertain their readers and most importantly they mail on a regular basis this is really important i know some authors they mail their list quarterly or they'll e- they'll even email monthly I don't like that because you're only getting in front of your readers four times a year or 12 times a year. I would much rather see you break down the content and offer it either once every other week or once a week. And I email, I actually email twice a week, and I email the same time of day on the same two days, right around noon Central Time on Tuesday and at 5 o'clock in the morning, on Saturday, And I'm not sitting here at 5 o'clock in the morning. I can schedule it that it goes out at 5 a.m. But if it's Tuesday and it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon and somebody hasn't gotten my email tips, they'll be emailing me saying, did you send your tips out? I haven't gotten them yet. Because I've trained them like little puppies, you know, to expect to get their little treat at the same time every Tuesday afternoon.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And 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 that's yeah. It, it is. It's like the treats, and so you want to have treats. And as as one of Joan Stewart's subscribers, I'm one of these. I know Joan's not gonna. She's not gonna unsubscribe me because I actually I open it and read it, and I will bring over and some of her tips. I I actually cut and paste and resend them back out. I repost them. Um, because she always has multiple tips that tie in with publicity and things, and she always, because you know, the publicity hound always has something about a pooch at the end of her tip list. <laughs> yeah, <a> hound
2: <laughs> video, yeah, yeah. It could be a
1: video, <laughs> which then yep. also, because you, you know, you have these things to start going, is that that in the routine, now when I see a video, or if I see a cartoon, or if I see a poster or something about a pooch, I send it on to Joan, and I bet you a lot of other people do the same thing.
2: Yes, I get, I'm inundated with, Funny dog videos, and I love that because I always give you or whoever credit in the newsletter. Judith's name gets in front of my six thousand readers, and it, it I get I, I use my readers' names in the newsletter because they love to see their name in print. They not in print. They love to see it mm-hmm. on the screen, and mm-hmm. so if somebody gives me a great tip, I love sharing other people's tips. That's where I get most of my content from. It doesn't all come out of my
1: brain. Yeah, yeah. and here's the other side. When you do a resharing, which is really a great resource, you know, you're looking for content, how do you get content? Reshare it. And even if you do the rewrite, because typically I don't do copy-paste in, I actually rewrite it into my own language, but it came from Joan, or it came from Martha, or whoever it came from. Um, Or or just came out of my head, who knows, but that that you can still do that and you do that cross-pollinating all the time, which is a smart thing to do.
2: Now that sharing, Judith, takes you a little bit of time to do that, yeah. Yeah, and it you're does. willing to do it. But for people who don't have that kind of time, and believe me, Judith is busier than anybody I know on the mm-hmm. whole planet. I don't even know how she sleeps. Anyway, I use a Weber, which gives me it lets me insert social sharing buttons. After each item in my newsletter. So, if you only want to share item number three and you want to tweet it, you click on the little Twitter icon and you can automatically open and then share it that way. So, and that's what these email programs will let you do. You can't do that in Gmail or Outlook, they don't
1: let you do that. Oh, Joan. Oh, 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 oh. I love that idea because, you know, I did notice it. I said, how come she's repeating? Because I have that sharing thingy, Higger. Down uh, at the bottom of it, you know, it's always n- normal at every posting, but the idea of putting it in each one is hot. So everyone yep. pay attention. Everyone pay attention to that, that, that you've got the capability of, of doing it, and that way it rebroadcasts you out there. Um, a lot greater. So you know what? I'm going to initially. I've already written down a tip to myself. Notify Good. my VAs to put it after each, you know, each entry where we do. I do a tips blog. For me, I do a blog on Tuesday that goes out early. Goody goes in the five o'clock range in the morning, and then I do a Thursday top Twitter tweets of of the week, and then on Saturday I do a tip. So I do three. You know, here's three tips that you can take. And so, and Joan had some tips from her last one. I thought, I'm going to reshare these things. And so I wrote it up with a lead in for this following, whenever it's posted for later in the month, to reshare out. And so, what it is is give Joan much more leverage because it keeps it live much longer. With that, we'll be right back. Joan Stewart's my guest, it's author you, your guide to book publishing.
0: To book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Since
2: 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mentioned hearing about us on your guide to book publishing, Judith Briles, we will provide you a discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll free at
5: 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com.
4: When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions.
0: Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles.
1: All right, with me is Joan Stewart. We're talking about email marketing and setting up, and there's a variety of tools that you can use to do it. We've already mentioned why you don't do email marketing out of Outlook and Gmail um, and any other regular email service, because the fact is you can't put unsubscribe on it. On it, I mean, they can delete you, but you can you risk being called a spammer then. So you want to be able to use a service with that. And that um, is, is that will allow for a subscribe, unsubscribe, you know. And they they have a standard disclaimer line at the bottom that, that goes in. That and you Judith, want there's that. another
2: there's another important reason also to use these email programs, and that is you don't only want single opt in. In other words, if you have um, if a box at your site where they sign up, they put their name and email address. Mm-hmm. You want Double opt-in, which means once they give you their name and email address, your program automatically sends them a confirmation email that they have to click on the link in the confirmation email before they get added to your list. And you might be saying, well, I don't want that. A lot of people are going to miss that confirmation link. Okay. What happens if somebody gets in a tiff? with you and they go on to somebody else's email list and they start adding your name and all of a sudden you start getting all this junk email that you never signed up for what are you going to do you might report those people as spammers and you don't want that to happen so double opt-in is good
1: but but that also doesn't mean for everyone i think this is where people get confused Joan is that, uh, you know, let's say that you're an event and you pass around a list to get people's names and emails and you ask them, do you want to be on my newsletter list or my email list or whatever it is and they say oh yes i want to be on it and they sign up for it well then if you enter them in you as the recipient of now you have the master list they still have to do the double opt-in to confirm is that not correct
2: no they don't no now on a weber they don't have to i can tell a weber that i got these names from an event because they will ask you how did you get these names got it And I will tell them I got these names from an event, and I can manually turn off double opt-in for this particular group of business cards that I'm holding in my hand. So those people are not going to have to confirm a second time. But if you're using an opt-in box on your homepage, which I certainly think you are, you're going to want double opt-in. For those boxes, I had an author contact me uh, this week and she said, nobody's, nobody's signing up for my newsletter. And I said, well, send me the link to your opt-in box. The opt-in box was on her contact page.
1: Good grief.
2: Who put it there? <laughs> she did, which is way buried into the bowels of the site. You need to have it two places. You need to have it on your homepage, but you also need to have what's called a landing page. The only thing the landing page does is it gets, it explains the newsletter, it explains your tips, it explains how often you're going to email them, it explains the kinds of content they're going to get, it explains the value to them, and it offers them a little freebie. And you should be offering a digital freebie. People love cheat sheets. They live, love checklists. They love how, uh, how-to guides, step-by-step directions on how to do something. Um, don't offer the standard e-book. Yeah, a lot of people are offering ebooks. People don't want to have to take the time to, to read an e-book. Give them a fun cheat sheet or a checklist, something they can look down really quickly
1: yeah yeah, a 30 second scan, and then they may decide, uh-huh. you know, you know what? I'm going to print this out. This is really good. I want to relook at this, um, and, and they'll save it. So good information. so where so where would they get the landing page, Jonah? So let's just say someone goes on the home page of a website?:
2: Well, the landing they, they're not necessarily going to find the landing. You can put a link to it on right. your home page. The reason for the landing page is it's a URL that you can share. Around the internet, okay? You can say to somebody, if you want to refer people to my newsletter, please use this link to my landing page as opposed to the home page. Because these opt in boxes on the home page, once they get to your home page, there's so much going on on these home pages. There's stuff that blinks and moves and banner ads and headlines that sometimes these boxes tend to get lost. So the the beauty of landing pages is there's one thing going on on a landing page. The landing page convinces people why they need to sign up for the newsletter. Okay. Okay. And when I say newsletter, I don't mean like a really long newsletter, like the kind Judith sends or the kind I, when I I email tips, you can do a short tip of the week, just mm -hmm. one tip. And that's fine with me. And it's fine with Judith. Right, Judith?
1: Exactly. Exactly, and you know, and, and it's just like on that that on our newsletter. And let me let me just the the newsletter I have is I subscribe to paper dot p a p e r dot li, and you know I took it took about oh, an hour and a half to put it all together till I was all happy with everything. There is a, a landing page for this, and it goes in, and you can um, you can set up your templates. And I, I can follow. I, I pay. There's a free, and there's a pay. I pay like nine bucks a month, and that you can go into that, and you can identify up to twenty five people I want to follow. And by the way, you always follow yourself, but your your own. Uh, website in here because it will pick up your blogs it'll pick up your tweets it'll pick up all kinds of things you can you can have it go to your twitter feed you can have it go to your facebook feed so that would always be included but you can also pick up other people who are synergistic to whether it's your expertise or to the genre or whatever it is you're doing. And for example, one of the people I follow is Joan. I follow Joel Friedlander. I follow other people who I have respect for and I know provide good, solid information. So if they have a new blog out or if they put out a tweet, and whatever the cutoff time is that Paper Lie is put together each day, and it's and mine's a daily, you could do a weekly, you could do a monthly, but I think Joan and I are going to discourage you from doing anything. Monthly, mm. that that you it will automatically then scour. Okay, what in heck do all these people you have identified um, have out today? And it goes in, and it pulls it together, and that's the paper for the day. And it automatically goes out to the people who have subscribed to it, which there are individual subscribers to it. They get it daily. But also, then then my VA, my virtual assistant, will go out and take the link when it's announced and say, you know, the Book Shepherd Daily is out and so if you want to have a composite of all kinds of goodies going on in author and publishing land, you want to be a subscriber to the Book Shepherd Daily because you're going to see everything all in one nutshell. And then there is links to the full articles, which is kind of cool. And it picks up the images and everything. I think it's yeah. a great little tool.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Very good. So and also let me just add to this that you can do blacklisting because there are some people who I think are this you know, the 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 scum of the earth in publishing that I wouldn't want my the the robots to go out and pick up something to put in my daily paper that that my followers would think I'd recommend. So I would I can automatically put names out or company names out that blacklist anything from those, which I think is very cool. So that's paper dot L I that you wanna play with that. Okay, so Joan, let's let's talk about some other goodies that we can add into this email thing. I know that you have something in your newsletter that you do tell people to rent your brain.
2: Yeah, let's talk about money. Okay, you're not now, supposed to talk about money. Oh you're not supposed to talk about money in polite company, but we're not polite company. <laughs> We, Judith and I kick you in the rear end when, when we think you need it. So let's talk about how to make money from your newsletter. Sounds when good make- I started doing this one thing, I started to get a lot of requests for consulting. It's called Rent My Brain. And if you go to my website at publicityhound.com, you'll see a blue rent my brain box in the upper right-hand side. And it says, let me help you solve your marketing dilemmas. I'm a phone call away. Let's get started. And they click there, and it takes them over to a sales page where I talk about how to rent my brain and how much it costs and how the whole thing works. And then they can go, they can go reserve time from me. I finally, the light bulb finally went on, and I thought, you know what, if I'm getting so many calls from my website on this, I'm just going to put the Rent My Brain box in the margin of my newsletter, which I did. And I have now started to get more and more requests for hourly telephone consulting as a result of that Rent My Brain box. I would venture to guess. That if you have written a book on a topic, that you know so much about that topic that you can sell your consulting time to people who would want to either pick your brain or rent your brain. I don't care what you call it.
1: Oh, I I love that. Yeah, pick my brain. I do that. But you know what? I don't have that little box, and I'm going to go do it.
2: (laughs) Go do it. I I I should do it. Here's something else that I have in my newsletter, and I have it on the front page of my website. I have my speaking, my public speaking engagements listed. I've got the Publishing at Sea Cruise that we're doing in January. It's the third mm-hmm. annual Publishing at Sea Cruise that Judith, Judith's brainchild, and four of us will be on the ship teaching several dozen authors on how to publish. That's on the site. It's also in a newsletter.
1: It, it, so it is. You can. And, yeah. yeah and let me just say this: If anyone is thinking, "God, I'd like to do that in January," because being on a Caribbean cruise is a great place to be in January, it's sold out. So, if you're really interested, contact me because I'll be setting up the 217 one. But it is it is clearly sold out. I cannot add on anymore. Right.
2: Okay. So, a couple other things that you can put in your newsletter: link to your Amazon page.
1: All right, Joan, Joan I need to have you hold on that and because we're gonna take our final break here and we'll come back with okay. a laundry list yep. of things they can do. All right, author okay. you. Author you. We got lots of tips here today with Joan and Judith.
4: By the way, Briles is spelled B R I L E S. Follow Judith on Twitter at mybookshepherd and on Facebook at the Book Shepherd.
5: At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from one to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory, Story management, a new print on demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com.
0: Welcome back
1: All right, it's been a fast, fast hour, and so we're in the last quarter here going through Joan Stewart, the publicity hound is our guest, we have a ton of things that we wanted to go, Joan was just mentioning um, uh, things that you also can add to your newsletter, and also I'm going to say blog, because a lot of people, you know, are not going to do a newsletter, but they communicate via blog, and sometimes a blog is eccentric with one idea, sometimes it has a whole, a whole kind of mishmash of things in it, so what are some of the other goodies, Joan, that might recommend that you'd add on that keep people's attention
2: okay we talked about the rent my brain box we talked about a short calendar of your upcoming events with links to places where they can either go buy tickets or come see you a couple other things that i do i link to my amazon page in the margin of my newsletter so they can pop over there and buy my books i link to my youtube channel i link to my linkedin profile I've linked to my Facebook page, and I've linked to my Twitter feed, okay? So you can put all that stuff right in the margin if you use one of these templates, and it'll stay in the margin all the time. So you set it once, and then you forget it. Just make sure that the links are correct and go to the correct places. Um, in mine, I also have um, links to specific types of tools or products that you can buy for me I have a link to PR tools and that, this links back to my the shop at my website. I have a link to TV, radio, publicity tools, social media tools, online marketing tools. Um, I have a contact link on here in case they want to contact me. Make it really easy for people to contact you. And authors, I want to tell you this. Please, please don't be reluctant to put your phone number on anything. So many authors, Judith, they oh, don't want to use a phone Phone number and it makes me crazy.
1: That's that's an amen here. Uh, that they, they don't. They're afraid. You know, if if you don't want them, if you if you're working out of your home like many authors are, they don't want to have the home. You know, get a Google phone number then. Yeah, I mean, there are things that, that that will refer into your home and you can make the decision and it will identify. And also I'm telling you with Google that you can actually, it'll send you a text of what what, what message was left, in, you know, word by word. And you can make those decisions. There's lots of things you can do. But don't hide. There, nothing nothing ticks me off more when I want to find somebody. Because I'm actually one of these old-fashioned people. I actually like to write people notes, like mail them, mm-hmm. snail yeah. mail. Yeah. And, and when I can't find someone, or I get a business card from someone and all it does is give me their website with no information, no phone, no email, you know what I do? I throw it away.
2: Yep, yep. And get yourself a P.O. box. You don't have to put your home address on your site. It'll cost you $72, $80 a year to get a P.O. box. And um, you want to do this. If journalists want to call you for a story because you're the expert on that topic and they can't reach you in about two minutes,
1: they are gone. That's right. You're They're dust. Gone. And you're dust. You're dust. Your name yep. is dust. So you make, you know, make those decisions. All right. So, Joan, you had um, you a great story because we have a mutual client, um, Joe Karras, that the black Barbie doll just popped out. So how did you tie that all in?
2: Okay. Yesterday, um, an author who we both know, Carolyn Howard Johnson, she's one of my readers, she emailed me the story about Mattel's black Barbie doll. Mattel came out with the Barbie doll to represent Ava DuVernay. I think that's how you pronounce Mm -hmm. her name. She was the director of the movie Selma, the popular Mm -hmm. movie. was nominated for an Oscar. And um, Ava had so many, she had 142,000 Twitter followers, and they're all clamoring for this doll. I think Mattel only made one. It was going to be auctioned off to charity. And there were so many people who wanted this black Barbie that they circulated petitions, and Mattel finally came out with a limited number of these dolls. And they offered them, it was on Monday of this week, those dolls sold out in 17 minutes. Seventeen minutes. They're all gone. Mm-hmm. So I emailed Joe Carries, our client, who wrote a picture book called I Want Cake about a multicultural family and it's about diversity and she's a diversity expert. And one of the reasons she wrote the book was because there are so few books of children's books about diversity. So I emailed her and said, Joe This Barbie story is the perfect opportunity for you to get on your local TV news. Call them. Tell them about the book you wrote. Tell them about the Barbie doll, what happened to it, and tie in. And if you're on the news, you can pivot from the Barbie doll and the lack of diversity in in dolls to your book and the lack of diversity in children's books. And she loved the idea. I'm assuming she pitched. I don't know if she got on the air. But that's a heartbreaking news story
1: that she can tie into, and she's a fiction author. Yes, and that, and and what Joan and I call that is newsjacking. So when you see yeah. something on there, you just you know okay, okay. So how can I hook into that thing, and tie it in with me, and and do it, and and it you it, you may think oh no, there's just no way. You don't know until you try it. So we just want you to do that, All right, Joan? You've got um, I know you've got a big event coming up in February, but I, I just to, you've also created a great hot 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 cheat sheet for authors um, on yeah. how to use email. So let's tell everyone about that so they can go snag it
2: okay this is a cheat sheet called 10 profitable ways to use email to create super fans who help you sell books this is called a lead magnet that's what it's called i'm offering you a valuable freebie and i'm going to give you the url but we turn it into a tiny url for you it's tinyurl.com Forward slash, and this is all small letters Joan, J O A N, cheat, C H E A T, sheet, S H E E T. That's tiny URL, forward slash Joan, cheat, sheet. You're going to click on the little orange bar that says click here for free instant access. You're going to be able to to get to, to download the cheat sheet, and then I want you to pay attention to the four email messages that you are going to get over the next week. These are all messages that I have pre programmed into Aweber, which is the program I use, and these are called autoresponders. And a lot of people think that I have sent them these follow up messages just for them because they sound so personalized. So watch to see how I do it. Once you sign up for this, it will also put you on my list and you'll start to get my tips twice a week in addition to the follow-up messages and the great cheat sheet that will give you all kinds of ideas on how to use email to help you sell books. So let me give you the URL again. It's tinyurl.com forward slash and this is in all small letters Joan Cheat Sheet.
1: And cheat is spelled C H E A T. <laughs> and sheet is spelled S H E E T. I think oh, yeah, i yeah, no. all the time. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know. It's so easy to do, Joan. Okay, so we have about three minutes left. So let's hop into a couple of things which, which I love to do, um, which deals with subject lines. How do you hook them? Let's, let's talk about some of those hooks to get people to pay attention to open stuff.
2: I'll tell you what I do, Um, and I study this. I study a lot of the top internet marketers and how they do this. I will often put dot 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 at the end of a subject line, yeah, because so so few people do that. Sometimes I'll do subject lines, and the only and I'll do everything will be small letters. Um. I don't do a lot of personalization where I put the person's first name in there. I I, That's so overdone. It's so overdone that I don't do it anymore. But, Judith, I want to share that wonderful Tweak Your Biz tool that you told me about. Yeah. Remember that one?
1: Oh, yeah. Tweak Your Biz is great. And it's called, you go to TweakYourBiz.com, and then you click on Content Generator. Content Generator.
2: Or well, I can never remember it, so I just go to Google and I type in tweak your biz content generator, and it'll come mm-hmm. up right on the list. And you just plug in your little title there. It's self-explanatory, and it will give you hundreds of ideas for article titles. And many of Absolutely. those article titles are also dynamite subject lines. For your emails.
1: Actually, and also they have a whole section called Snarky. So if you're feeling snarky that day, you want to go there. Another great tool that I love, Joan, is Portent, P O R T E N T portent.com and th- th- you know this is where you know what Darth Vader doesn't know about assisted living. I mean you can come up with some off the wall things and and you know Star Wars is coming out. I'm I'm a Star Wars fan. Star Wars is coming out and you're going to see a whole bunch of stuff so let's talk about newsjacking here that you can be hooked you can hook on. You know and, and what, what you know you know what Princess Leela really needed to know before she was captured. There's all kinds of stuff that you can do here. Oh!
2: Guess get- what, Judith? I just have the lead item for Saturday's newsletter.
1: <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You. So, you're, you're welcome. That's what friends are for. All right. Exactly. So exactly. <laughs> and so I'm
2: gonna use I'm gonna use Judith's name in it and uh, all that good stuff. You see what I mean? I don't have to come up with this content. I got all this people, these people doing it for me.
1: <laughs> and here we go. All right. Well, let's do yeah. a wrap-up. We've got about 30 seconds here. So it's, you know, we're in the middle of holiday time, and the, a lot of people are, you know, having a good time, which we want you to do. You can have a good time with your email marketing. I think that if you've listened in, Joan and I have a lot of energy when we play with each other and when we're always working hard but we play at the same time. And you need to play with some of these headlines and and, and take it and run with that. So I'm going to encourage all of you to go to the tiny URL. Adult url.com forward slash Joan cheat sheet get it sign up for it follow her her strategies and techniques it works and with that Joan thank you for being with me once again.
0: This. TogiNet Radio, a platform for produced live talk and contemporary programming for passionate achievers. The TogiNet Radio Networks reaches over 10.